in early 2018, after I carry my unrealized loss, I decided to sell gold and look for another choice. The price I saw was about 19,000 baht, and the realized lot become realized now. If you see a gold price chart, you will see the price start to recover. Just after the year I saw it in 2019. Hello, fellow risk takers, and welcome to my worst investment ever. Stories of loss to keep you winning. In our community, we know that to win in investing, you must take risk. But to win big, you've got to reduce it. My name is Andrew Stotz from A. Stotz Investment Research, and I will be your worst podcast host today. And I'm here with featured guests, Chalunchit Chantara Siri. Chalunchit, are you ready to rock? Absolutely. Yes, I can just see that on your face. But let me introduce you to the audience. Chalunchit has been an investment consultant at one of the leading brokers, investment banks, and banks in Thailand, Kasikorn Securities, for the past 10 years. He holds a bachelor's degree and a master's degree in finance from Thammasat Business School, where I also teach. He advises retail investors in various equity, fixed income derivatives, and mutual fund products. And he runs Chalun Jit's podcast, which he started in 2019 to help retail investors in Thailand. He podcasts in Thai language and covers everything there is to know about Thai listed companies. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, his podcast is climbing the charts because of the value that he adds to Learn Jit. Take a minute and fill any further tidbits about your life. Thank you, Dr. Andrew. At the beginning of my university life at Thammasat Business School, I did not know what major I should study. At the school, they managed first student, first year student to study all basic courses such as Marketing 101, Accounting 101, Management 101, as Finance 101. I got a good grade for many other basic class, but for finance, I got only C+. By this grade, it seemed like I should not enroll to the major, but the class inspired me that I love finance, especially an investment subject. After four years of study in finance, I have been working in the world of investment for 10 years and still love it. Together with pursuit a master's degree in finance during a time, I talk about investment every day in my work life as well as in my podcast. I also talk about investment Hope my story today could be helpful and everyone can enjoy. Fantastic. Maybe you can just tell us, what do you like about your job or about the world of finance? What is it that's so exciting? I mean, I've been working in the world of finance now for almost 30 years. And I, today, I still love it just as much as I did on day one. Yes, working in finance industry, especially for investment, is not the same every day, every day, every week. Every year, the story you find, you meet, is not the same. The problem you, you see is not the same. And also that the industry needs you to, to think about the, the problem solving. It makes you very excited every year. Uh, <laughs> I mean, every day, every day. And also, like, like you and me, I, I have 10-year experience, and you like a 20-year experience. That's what we saw every day. Yeah, it's very exciting. And I remember my first boss, he was on the phones. For those people that are listening and can't see me, 
I got, a, I got the, the idea of a phone on each ear in those days. He, he was on the phones constantly and he was buying and selling for a client's. And one day, just before lunchtime, he had been working like crazy, buying and selling for his clients. And he put down the phones and I was standing in front of him and he said, this job is fantastic. We are on the cutting edge of capitalism, allocating capital towards profitable businesses and successful businesses and away from businesses that are dying and losing money. And that is the key to capitalism. And I was like, okay. I love this. <laughs> I could not agree more. Yeah. So, all right. Well, now it's time to share your worst investment ever. And since no one ever goes into their worst investment thinking it will be, tell us a bit about the circumstances leading up to it. And then tell us your story. Okay. This is my story. I started my career as an investment consultant since 2010, two years after the global financial crisis, which global market and many assets price were boost up by liquidity from monetary policy like QE, you know. I did consult to my clients focus on equity, try to make the most profit as we can. In that time, not only the equity that, that was in uptrend, but gold was another asset that price climbed up continuously. Many investors interest to invest and trade gold so that I need to monitor gold market as well. There were lots of new products of gold launched that time such as Gold Futures, Gold Fund, and additional to a physical goal, which was already popular in Thailand. However, for my personal investment at that time, my money went to only a saving account and equity. In that period, gold price continued to move up and move up. For a clear understanding of my circumstance, I would like to explain it in terms of Thai baht currency sure. uh, per one Thai baht gold unit. The gold price raised up from about 17,000 baht in 2010 and continue in uptrend. When this happened, I said to myself, hey, why did I buy no gold when everybody be why about it? And I wonder if I would miss the bus. However, I still hesitate until the price went very fast to hit the record high about 26,000 baht. 26,000 baht. And my hesitation still impact my decision as I even wait when it pulled back about 23,000 baht. Unfortunately, when gold price moved up to 25,000 baht again, by fear of missing the bus, I decided to buy it at nearly the top of previous high. I was really excited when to buy a physical gold at the Chinatown Yawarat, where considered as Thailand Gold Trade Center. It was another good experience talk to a salesperson like negotiation as well as did a cash payment, which different from what I did in stock market. And after I bought it, gold price ran a little bit more to test high around 26,000 baht. But it was no breakout, no breakout. The price become sharply dropped and never test high again. I already had an unrealized loss. Gold price has moved sideways between 18,000 baht and 22,000 baht for like a four years. And in early 2018, after I carry my unsale loss, I decided to sell gold and look for another choice. The price I sold was about 19,000 baht and the realized lot become realized now. If you see a gold price chart, you will see the price start to recover. Just after the year I sold it, 
in 2019 then it broke out and has been in uptrend since then since as everyone can see right now gold price has rocket to the record high touching 30,000 baht not only i got the unrealized loss but i also missed the opportunity to participate a strong bull cycle of gold that's what's my story wow and it's a real you know it's a very real story today given what's happening with gold so tell us what did you learn from this story okay the first lesson i learned was asset allocation concept my decision was made when i buy and sell gold was made separately from other assets i was not consider it as a whole or i mean as a portfolio i jump into it by fear of missing out and jump off with no sensible reason by this so it show that i ignore a well diversified discipline moreover most the investment plan suggested by research or book or investment guru always have go in the investment proportion wherever around 5% to 30% holding go could help the portfolio to be well diversified as it had a negative correlation to other financial instrument for me i should not liquidate it all instead i should has some proportion of it or cumulative by throughout the time if i use the concept of asset allocation it could be better when i made my decision that time the second lesson i learned was i should not ignore the characteristic of gold as value protection commodity the time i decided to sell gold was early 2018 which global economy and equity market was under growth condition my decision seemed like it was correct since the gold price dropped furthermore but after 2019 came it was us china trade war that pushed global market into uncertainty and has been volatile throughout the time until covid pandemic and crisis this year i know no one know what what will happen but holding gold may be hell the final lesson i learned was i should have more confidence less confident made me miss opportunity i hesitated when i saw the sign of gold price up 10 resulted me bought gold at very top moreover i lost confidence to hold gold as i heard some said that the 1980 gold holder had to wait for more than 20 years until the gold price came back to the point of their cost which influenced me to sell it i don't want to wait it anymore so what i should have is confident it <laughs> is three lesson i learn that's great so asset allocation gold as a value protection and gaining or having more confidence yes. all right well let me summarize what i took away from your story there's a few things that come up for me the first one is that there's no rules in finance and because there's no laws or rules in finance you can never be sure for literally 20 or even maybe 30 years you could confidently say gold is not a good long term investment you can nice. confidently say that but then things change and it's very difficult for all of us to detect when that change is happening and when we're so feeling so close with our are so strong about our belief in the past it's hard to let that belief go so how do we solve this we try to solve this by 
what you were talking about, about asset allocation. Set a long-term asset allocation strategy and then only trade a little bit around that strategy. And it may have been at that time the goal was just 5% of a portfolio. But if you got a little bit excited, you may take it to 7%. But the idea is you're trading around a long-term asset allocation target or target allocation. Now, the other thing about it, I mean, in my past, I also looked at gold and I thought it's not worth it. Why? Because we have an equity bull market that's going on for decades. Yes. But also, I also made the argument, like many people, that you don't get any income from gold. You know, when you invest in a company, you have a management team that's working hard to try to deal with inflation and try to make the company better. But with gold, it just sits there. But when interest rates went to almost zero, now bonds don't have a yield. Yes. So all of a sudden, gold looks like, well, if you're willing to buy a bond with no yield, then buying gold with no yield is possible. And I think that the other thing that I would say is, how do we think about unrealized losses? I used to say something which was that unrealized losses are real. But a lot of times we say they're unrealized. But the fact is, is that the best way I think to look at a portfolio is to use zero-based thinking. With zero-based thinking, we ask the question, if I didn't own anything, what would I allocate to this today? And I think that that is one of the most, the best things that I can think of that's a tool that's helped me to let go of the past. And that brings me to my final point, which is that it's easy for us to get attached, emotionally attached to an investment. And by using, dollar, or by using zero based thinking, going back to zero, we have no money invested. We have 100% cash. By doing that, we try to let go of our feelings about the investments that we won or that we lost in. Those are some of my takeaways. Is there anything you'd add to that? Oh, I, I, I could not be more with you. Mm, okay, great. So based upon what you learned from this story and what you continue to learn, what one action would you recommend our listeners take to avoid suffering the same fate? Yes, I suggest you to make your portfolio to be well diversified using asset allocation concept by cumulatively by, uh, add a proportion of gold or even other alternative investment that could hedge your portfolio from an uncertainty. By adding a small position into the asset, which you can do now through many tools such as, uh, such as uh, mutual fund or by dollar cost average, could help you invest more comfortable and with more confidence, as well as avoid coming the market. Even for this time right now, that gold or other asset price are seem expensive. Cumulatively, buy might be an answer to manage your portfolio. Great advice. And I would add into that also the fact that if you're young, the timing doesn't matter so much. You know, yes, you're gonna, if you're doing a dollar cost averaging and you're relatively young, just keep buying. Even when the stock market's high, because you're <laughs> going to buy when it's low and you're going to buy when it's medium. I've done some testing. I wrote a book called How to Start Building Your Wealth Investing in the Stock Market. And we did some testing to ask the question, you know, what would happen if you bought, if your dollar cost average and your money, you know, you tried to not buy at the peaks, which is hard. But yes. we tried, we said, what if we excluded buying at the peaks? 
it turns out that it doesn't have a lot of impact on the terminal value. And the reason is because, first of all, if you're not putting money in the market, that money's not growing. So you're not getting the benefit of compounding. That's the first thing. And then the second thing that you know, we, we clearly saw was that if you're trying to time the market, you also have to time when you have to time not only when not to contribute, but when to contribute extra. And that is extremely hard. And so it's a big lesson that I've, I've learned. So, yeah. All right. So last question, what's your number one goal for the next 12 months? I, I hope I can create more quality contents through my podcast. And my goal is to have over 10,000 followers from every channel so that I can be more benefit to investment community, especially to those those individual investors. Fantastic. And we're going to have all the links to all of the different places that people can go to get access to your content, whether that's the, the Apple store or any other places that it is available. So we'll have all that on the show notes and listeners. There you have it. Another story of loss to keep you winning to find more stories like this previous episodes and resources to help you reduce your risk. Visit my worst investment ever.com. As we end to learn it, I want to thank you again for coming on the show and I want to congratulate you for being one of the brave ones. I say brave because when I ask most people to come on the show, they say, no, Andrew, I'd prefer to talk about my winners. So you have now turned your worst investment ever into your best teaching moment. Do you have any parting words for the audience? My parting words, be confident. Excellent. Love it. Love it. All right. That's a wrap on another great story to help us create grow, and most importantly, protect our well fellow risk takers. This is Andrew Stotts, your worst podcast host, saying I'll see you on the upside.